I don't know, dude. If Kantian moral theory has taught us anything, then I have an ethical obligation to finish the tapatio. Then you, sir, are an obligatory jackass. Gross misuse of that adjective. When there is a full bottle of Cholula just inches away. Irrelevant! You want to let our good friend Charlie Tapatitsky sit out in the sweltering heat until some other patron takes it upon themselves to finish up the dregs we've left behind? That's straight-up negligence, my friend. You're an advocate for passing the buck kicking the can down the road. Yet here I stand, a man of action, an agent of change, a visionary, some might say, who views this nearly retired vessel not as half full as the better part of a naively optimistic society might want me to see it, but for what it truly is. What I'm looking at is a stark, candid reality that all the platitude pushers want to paper over with their sanguine, empty truisms. And if I stand for anything, it's for seeking truth and balance in the world that seems all too eager to reject both. In fact, in light of this realization, I would even go as far as to say that I am now, in an ethical sense, required to finish the bottle. Charlie Tapatitsky? Yeah, that's, that's what I call a little sombrero guy on the label. All right. Well, I think we should maybe unpack the reasons behind your strange affinity for ascribing whitewash nicknames to the mascots of Latino goods and sundries. Tabling oh, that for geez, now. I offer you a shot of Josie Cuervo's Tabling it! Now, on the topic of the tapatio. The topic tio, if you will. I might <laughs> be inclined to agree if the two sauces on the table were the same brand. But they're not. Or it's basically a toss-up. What? No way it is. Cholula is clearly the superior sauce. In what way? The ratio of heat to flavor. Cholula is the perfect blend of spice and, uh, you know, whatever else they put in it. Plus, it enhances the taste of the food you're eating. Tapatio just tastes like burnt pepper. It distracts from the dish itself. It says chili paste, water, xanthan gum. It is that what makes the difference for you? The xanthan gum? I don't know what it is, but it's a hell of a lot better than tap. That much I know. Tap's a gateway sauce anyway. Once you discover Cholula, the only way you go back to it is if you're desperate and probably hungover. Okay, so then, by your own logic, should I not feel obligated, which, by the way, is the correct usage, to finish the tapatio and save the poor, unsuspecting masses from partaking in an inferior hot sauce experience? Listen, if those people want to eat burnt pepper, that's their prerogative. All I'm here to do is spread the good Cholula gospel, not play God. Well, I guess you got your wish. The burrito's gone, and the tap remains. All in a day's work. Shall we head to Julio's? Shit, 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 shit! Hey, wait, wait, we're just a couple minutes over. Please, don't write the ticket, man. It's, it's all good. I have an extra quarter in my pocket, I think. The little red light was blinking. I just do what the little light says. Oh, come on, man, seriously? Take a breath, dude, align your chi. Thanks a lot, asshole. You're a real addition to society. Hey, I have feelings, too. Oh, come on, man. It's only money. Let it wash off you like a duck off of a... Fuck! I just finished my reread of the Great Big Book of Idioms. What are you talking about, only money? We don't have the backup funds to keep getting hit with these. 
LA is nearly impossible to find parking in. Fucking transplants. Whoa, 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 whoa. Transplants? What are you talking about? Ten minutes ago you were extolling the virtues of Enrique's Burrito Desayuna Gigante, and now you want to get rid of the transplants? Holy fucking shit, dude, no. Of course not, are you kidding me? Enrique is third generation. His kid's first words were La Cienega. Homie's got a sign in Sandy Koufax jersey hanging behind the bar. Dude's more fucking LA than both of us put together. I'm not talking about the Enriques of the world. I'm talking about little Miranda Devonshire, who one day up and decided Brooklyn was just getting, um, a little too gentrified for her taste. So she grabbed her most spacious Chanel bag, stuffed her Yorkie poo inside, and hopped on a flight to LAX to move into a duplex and echo fucking park. Oh, thank God. I thought you were getting all political on me. I mean, look, of course I agree with you about the Miranda Devonshires and the William T. Vonderflunkens and even the Connor Patrick McDonoughys. Careful there, because C. Pat McDees will fight a bitch. Right, but I really feel like you're blowing this out of proportion, dude. Everything is the way it's supposed to be. You're just overthinking. God, this yogi bullshit. I'm really not in the I mood. I believe it was Rumi who said, put your thoughts to sleep. Do not let them cast a shadow over the moon of your heart. Let go of thinking. Motherfucker, I watched you yell at a pigeon the other day for eating too many breadcrumbs. Stop trying to be the goddamn Dalai Lama. Well, he's gotta be home. I hear noise. Did you text him? Let's just knock again. It's not like he lives with his parents. Well, he clearly doesn't hear us. Yell through the window. Julio! Hey, Julio! Julio! What? God damn it, I'm working. Yo, who the fuck is out there? Oh, shit, dudes. Yo, how you doing? Come in, come in. Sorry, I thought you were Gerald. He's been getting on me about my homeowners association fees. You hear that, Gerald? Don't fucking test me! I'm not subsidizing your goddamn pool house! It's a cabana! And you know you're welcome to use it any time before 10 p.m. Turn that music down! Gerald's being such a little bag of dicks these days. I mean, just because I won't bow down to the man and help him fund his little passion project. Never buy a condo, my dudes. Every condo association has a Gerald, and every Gerald has a stick up his ass so big that if he ever sat down, it'd probably pop off the top of his head. It especially sucks because he's got this dope-ass dog that I really want to play dude, with. What the fuck are you listening to? Oh, right. Yeah, my bad. I've been on a roll over here, gents. Needed some inspiration for this new screen print series I'm working on. Craziest thing. So I'm all blocked up artistically, right? But then I get struck by this intense desire to hear some Irish folk music. All of a sudden, everything starts clicking. You know, when you go on a roll and your mind starts firing on all cylinders where your hands can't catch up with your mind and the shit's just flowing... That was me all over, Brazzles. Problem was, when I typed in Irish music into Spotify, the only thing that came up were these ballads, and I actually started getting super depressed. So I started blasting Bad Brains underneath, and check it out. Righteous bucks. That would drive me insane. Well, you know what they say, there's a fine line between genius and insanity, and... Fuck it, I can't remember the rest. Oh, I've got a book I can loan you, actually. Speaking of genius, should we get to work? Oh, yeah. Space is out back. It's a little cluttered, but uh, we can move some of the old shit out of the way, set up your equipment. Cool. Let's check it out. Uh, you gonna grab that, Hunter? 
Oh, nah, it's just Ken's. I'll text her back later. Real fucking shit is happening right now. What the hell, man? None of this sounds tight. It's not flowing like it should. Uh, maybe we try something different rhythmically underneath? I don't think that's it. Maybe a tone thing. Or we could restructure that bridge that you've been doing so it carries into the last chorus a little better. Why don't you just let me play what I'm going to play and you'll worry about your instrument? Ooh, all right. Touchy. God, you're so fucking touchy right now, Stanley Touchy. You're like the touch tank at the goddamn aquarium. You're like Touchstone Pictures Yo, Incorporated. Gentlemen. Yeah? To be honest, I'm not really digging these vibes. Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't think anyone is amped on these vibes. I've been drawing the whole jam says, just feeding off your energy. And frankly, I'm somewhat disturbed by the end result. Let's see it. That's dark. It's unpleasant, for sure. Totally. Looks like barf. Looks like Satan's barf. Looks like Satan barfed up some barf, then Satan's cat ate up all the barf, and then barfed that up. Looks like- I feel like we pretty much established that it looks like barf. Now, I don't particularly enjoy making shitty vomit reminiscent work, but to be fair, I'm a slave to my environs, my environs, if you will. Therefore, I would argue that you have no one to blame but yourselves for this. Hey, do me a favor, man. Play that riff from the four, but turn down the gain a bit. This one? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Keep playing that. You know what this lick reminds me of? Not Satan's cat barfing up Satan's barf. It actually reminds me of this. That's beautiful. Yeah. Painted it two summers ago. Me and my girlfriend at the time, uh, we rented this place in India and ate some acid. It was so fucking hot. We're talking like 120s and her trip's already going south. No. Oh yeah, cabronies. Soon she started freaking out a little and I was right there with her. I mean, the heat was getting to us, and the anxiety started creeping in, and the painting started veering more into, you know, Satan's kitty's puke status. I keep telling myself to just relax and focus on the work, but I could not get the heat out of my goddamn frontal cortex. They say that's the gnarliest cortex. So, I'm sitting there, right? Feeling like a big old pile of craisins drying in the sun, and then, without warning, I hear a splash to my right. Homegirl had just gotten her ass out of that deck chair and flopped into the pool. The cool, refreshing pool. Simple solution, staring us right in the face, but we were so focused on being uncomfortably hot, obsessed with it almost, that the easiest way to rectify the situation didn't even register us. That's, That's so, so crazy. Stupid. It was both crazy and stupid. A duality that I've actually found to be present in almost any situation, particularly acid-fueled situations. Two hours later, we get out of the pool and I look to this painting and I, and I knew it was not a lost cause. It just needed a little dip in the pool. Then how is it? A metaphorical dip in the pool. Dude, uh, Dude, come on. You love metaphors. So I soften the edges, add a little bit of white that you see here, and voila. To this day, it's one of my favorites. I mean, not because it's one of the best I've never even sold, but I like knowing that it's here to remind me that sometimes the simplest solution is the best one. It's very pleasant. Reminds me of a polar bear Who's dancing on a glacier peak Reminds me of a Gatorade ice. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> it's nice though. Oh, 
I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Then we roll with this part. For okay. Just like vamp it for a bit. All right. Yeah. We'll just vamp that. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Okay. A Gatorade ice. Nice. <laughs> oh. Okay. A Gatorade ice. All right. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Oh, I have an idea. And then put on your. Uh, anyway, Julio, you were saying? Right. Uh, I'd like it to be something humanitarian, too. Like, I want my work to have an element of accessibility. Art is as confusing as it is awesome because it means something different to you than it does to me, than well, it does to that dude over there with the elbow pads and the wrist guards. But the beauty of it all is that it means something to all of us. You know? That's rad, man. Are there companies out there that do that? Like... Use art to better public groups and improve communities? Oh, hell yeah, dude. All the way back to FDR. The WPA was the bee's fucking oh, knees. Oh, of course. I remember that. Plus, there's art foundations. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. I've, I've heard of it. I mean, they even have one at LACMA. Oh, I've heard of that. But that's not even what I'm talking about, dude. I'm talking about shaking up the whole fucking system as it stands today. I, I don't want to just monetize art. I want to explore the creative and useful applications for it. Like, what if I could paint something that would get your dog to stop barking at night when you looked at it? Or what if I, what if the kids from like The Wire just really got into graphic design in elementary school? Sure, I mean shit, if someone had supported Hitler's love for painting, he might not have ended up being such a fucking dick. You totally get it, dude. That's what we're all about. Shaking up the system. Yeah, man. I feel like I'm just scratching the surface of what I can do here with all this freedom from the corporate slog. Ready to dive in headfirst and just forget all the societal conventions that used to hold me back. I'm ready to do whatever I can do to advance the cause, you know? Big stuff and little. But no matter the size, I want everything we do to last. I love little stuff. Sometimes it's the little stuff that's the biggest fucking stuff in the end. See that! I want to think like that. I want to say stuff like that. You'll get there, guy. Doesn't happen overnight. At least not for all of us. Can I confess something? I've never had the time or wherewithal or, frankly, the belief that I could actually pull this off, but I've always really wanted to start a phrase. Like a catchphrase? Like kawabunga? Like something you say in everyday life. Like, like an idiom. But it doesn't even have to be that formal, just... I want to hear someone say something that they've already heard a thousand times. And not even for me to take ownership of it in that moment. I just... Just to know for myself that I started it. I did that once. You did? <coughs> yeah, man. Super successful phrase. Swept the nation. Don't recommend doing it, though. A lot of work. What was it? I can't say. Legal reasons. You've definitely heard it, though. Was it... Sun's out, gun's out. Don't patronize me. <laughs> Was it curses? Mm, foiled again. <laughs> Bro, that's like from the Industrial Revolution. Was it, hey, stick a straw in it and suck it the fuck up? No, but I do know who did start that one. Don't care much for <gasps> Who was it? I'll give you a hint. His last name's Rogan, but it's not Seth or Joe. Th that's, there, there's no other Rogan. Hulk. What? Rogan, dude, with an R. Oh. But <laughs> it's okay, man. I'm sure it's tough to hear with you chewing salad all the time. 
Is that it? Tough to hear you when you're chewing salad all- No. What? I just said that right now. It pretty much only applies to this specific situation. Word, word. Is it... Get dat booty? Who says get dat booty? <laughs> People say it! Her again? Yeah. Let me guess. You are going to text her later. The only relationship I'm in right now is with this motherfucking Pokeball. Yeah, we'll finish your little Pokemon and let's make some Kashish. Yes, let's do indeed. We're gonna bust that desk. We might play Tusk. Don't mind our musk. Don't ever do that again. Right. Come on, Hunter. Now you shrink, man. To thine own self be true. Is that it? What? No. Polonius Hamlet. What? No, dude. Polonius Monk said the that? Bible. That's that's Jesus. not from the Bible. That is Jesus's words. Wasn't that is from a fictional written script by like You're William Shakespeare? The Bible's fictional? Are you I am saying that it is fictional. It was the, it was a compilation of all these different books. Miles Davis. Miles Davis. Miles Davis. Really gonna bring Miles Davis. New Noise is a scripted podcast featuring new musical works, featuring Hunter Porter, Maxwell Hamilton, Julio Macias, and Alex Virgil. Written by Hunter Porter and Joey Bertolini. Audio production and sound design by Robert Nagelhout. Created and produced by Hunter Porter. If you'd like to be part of the New Noise community, be sure to check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash new noise. Stay tuned for episode three, premiering next week. Monday, November 12th.